This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Si, senor. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, everybody. Monday, brand new week. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Ah, da. Golfer Gary Woodland. And war with Iran. War. Wow, those are two. The triumph of a nice guy on golf's biggest stage. And nuclear holocaust. And it was Father's Day yesterday. Happy Father's Day. And prepare for war. <laughs> um, My two favorite things for Father's Day are Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson both tweeting. Oh, oh boy. But... Father's Day. Oh, oh, golly. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, oh, oh. From the Department of We Didn't Want to Hear From You. Oh, that oh. is just so fantastic. <laughs> Zip zow. I feel like Bill Cosby's worse, but he didn't kill anybody. No, serial so rape have... of incapacitated women, though. In terms of, uh, let's break this down. Over the course of many years, premeditated victims, as opposed to losing one's temper. So that's our topic today. Briefly. Who's a worse person? Right. Bill Cosby or O.J. Simpson? We'll take your call. I'm I'm going with Bill Cosby. For the reasons you just said. Premeditated, plenty of time to think about it in between, for decades, drugging and raping women. Right. Right. Um. Well, it's difficult to, and we're certainly not, not you know, flipping out in anger and cutting people's heads off as any minor thing. Well, no. That's what I thought and, I heard you say. And it's yeah, not really. <laughs> and it's not like one of them will receive our congratulations at the end of this. No. No, indeed, it is a comparison of two monsters. Right. Which is the worst monster? Really. Right. Anyway, both of them with happy Father's Day tweets <laughs> well, over the weekend. Say, say, same to you. <laughs> wow. And we might actually be going to war with Iran. There's a chance of that. Uh, you wouldn't know it from watching the cable news shows, though, because it's just the regular Trump said this, what do you think, I'm outraged. Conversation of the day that's been going on for two years and may go on for the rest of our lives. <laughs> tedious, man. <laughs> tedious. Doesn't matter what's going on. You only talk it. Here's the latest poll that shows blah, blah, blah. I don't know if it'll go on for the rest of our lives, but it'll go on for the rest of Trump's, because when and if he leaves office... If he's still alive, he will go on talking I was and actually, comment. I was actually wondering yesterday, because you know, we went to war uh, with Iraq, and it was a, a big news story. We I'm, did? I didn't hear about that. I'm wondering if we go to war with Iran, if it even really make, makes the... It'd be on the news, but I don't think it'd be the first story. Trump said something outrageous today. About they, the war. They talk about, they'd talk about that for uh, 45 minutes, and then throw in the fact that, yeah, uh, in the ongoing war that started last Monday... It just just doesn't ah, drives me freaking crazy. Well, you know, I don't have to talk about it, luckily, but and I don't have to watch it, and I don't. But just skipping through, okay, arguing about Trump, arguing about Trump. Hey, there's some actual news. Yeah, I know it. I know it. It's amazing. <sighs> it's lazy. It's easy. It's such a go-to. You think it's laziness? I I, I think I really think it's some sort of derangement. 
I don't know exactly how I'd describe it. It's it's low hanging fruit. I tell you what, if you are uh, like uh, I flipped on CNN as usual this morning just to be horrified. I really enjoy a good horrification on a Monday morning. Um, and and they were doing what you described the usual outrage over what Trump said or didn't say or should have said or or whatever. And you know they're going to find a fair level of interest for that. Not great, but fair. And it's so easy. The Sunday front page story in the New York Times, arguably the most important news thing that happens every week, the front page New York Times Sunday story, is about how we've infiltrated Russia's systems with all these cyber attacks. I thought, man, this is going to be the big story on Sunday on the talk shows. Doesn't even get mentioned on most of the talk shows. Mm. Now, Trump has tweeted something about that story, and so now... Tangentially, it's a story today because Trump said something about the story, but all the arguments still about Trump and not about this very long story about how we've been attacking Russia's power grids for years now secretly. Wow. Which was just an amazing story. Who let the uh, cat out of the bag? Um, the New York Times ran it by Trump's own uh, yep. White House and said, is it okay if we print this stuff? And they said, absolutely. Wow. Okay. And so now... And now tr- I can't uh, go. Oh, so, so, oh, he almost did it. Oh. So now Trump is saying well, the New York Times is treasonous for reporting that, even though his White House insulted. Only the conversations about Trump tweeting that, and none of the particulars of the really interesting stuff that's going on. And, yeah, like I said, I think we could go to war and it wouldn't make the news. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our, our with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, I think you know you're, you've you been in a long-term relationship when you're more than happy to use the half-off coupons and go to cheap chain restaurants, and uh, you pull them out, and you just slap them on the table and say, yeah, I, you know, I got a half-off coupon or whatever, and the waiter you know, writes down the number and goes, yeah, whatever. And you just kind of look at each other, and it's all about saving money. Sure. You know, when you course. first start dating it, you... Well, yeah, you can't bring out the coupon on a date right. with somebody. You never do that, but... Mm, bad form. You know why I took you out to eat here is because I get a buy one, get one free, so... Yeah, wasn't that, that I had the least interest in what would uh, <laughs> please you or impress you? It's uh, that I could save three fifty. I'm not sure how long that period is. I don't know if it's like a year or something when you break out the, your first coupon on a date, but... Um, I ate, so I'd been eating really good for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then yesterday, oh, the whole family is going to go to this place called oh, Foster's boy. Freeze, which is a burger, mm. burger shake oh, shack. Oh, yeah. I know it well. I took in two, over 2,000 calories in, ah! in my meal. boy. Because the burger I ate <laughs> called the boss. Yes. Was 1,100 calories. Who's the boss? And then I was just going to have water, but my wife bought me a malt. Because she said, it's Father's Day, come on. And because I have no self-control. You ate the boss like a boss. And I drank them all. So about 2,200 calories in one meal. Yes! And I was still full nine hours later last night. Somebody did worse than me. That makes me feel good. Yes! No self-control. Yes! That ought to be a service. Wait a minute. That's my new $5 billion idea. It's a social media website. The only reason it exists is to find somebody who is worse than you today <laughs> so you can feel better about yourself. Right. Well, at least I didn't eat that. Yeah, because my <laughs> extended weekend included both Father's Day. Uh, Joe, it's Father's Day. Right. Well, what does and that, that even inter- mean? What does that argument mean? I don't know. I as know. Far as Indulge yourself. <laughs> And and our anniversary was Friday. Judy and my thirty third, and so we, what's your course, anniversary? It's so our anniversary, yourself. honey. Exactly. <laughs> let's let's get the appetizer and the dessert and a bottle of wine and the rest of it, and and we'll be big and fat. All right. <laughs> 
There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing a lot better than whales are this year. I don't know if you guys have been uh, keeping up with this, but about 70 dead whales have washed up on the West Coast this year, the most since the year 2000. Uh, and as a result, they are running out of spaces to keep these whales. So they are asking beachfront property owners, hey, do you mind if we, uh, would you mind volunteering your property so these whale carcasses can decay? Can we put this dead whale in your garage? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> just, you, just for a while. You know, they, they, they say the smell is intermittent and not that bad. I don't believe you. No, I don't uh, either. The, and the, the record according to the, the reward according to the officials is that owners can quote, support the natural process of the marine environment and well, the skeletons good. left behind can be used for educational purposes. A right. whale skeleton would be pretty cool. My kids would be into yeah. that. The whole yeah. decaying process, I don't know if I it could take up to months. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> uh, Better Than Whales is my new indie band, by the way. We sound a lot like the Lumineers, but we have two banjos. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Did Trump say anything about the whales? He didn't. Sorry, can't can't care. Don't care. Uh, Marshall Phillips <laughs> Why does, does Trump our, not care about whales? <laughs> Marshall Phillips does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, you know, I may still not be able to do 10 push-ups in a row. but I That have, has been documented. But I have managed to make it one month with no sporting, scratcher, or lottery investments as of today. Congratulations. I am victorious. I stand proud. You held off the gambling for a month. Yes. As discussed previously on the Armstrong and Getty Show, though, you had the, the you were yearning to smoke cigarettes. I was. In the midst of your gambling, you know, uh, drought. I was. And over the weekend, the urge to smoke Fast. cigarettes got even more intense. How? In- Someday really science will understand this. Yeah, that's really interesting. There's a little part of your brain, the, yeah. the habit part, that just, it just wants something. So when are you uh, going to start gambling again? Oh. Uh, maybe right after the show. Oh, okay. So then, or longer. So then it'll know. be interesting to see if the yeah. cigarette thing goes away. You might even want to contact a researcher about that. Well, I mean, it's that interesting. You know what is so strange? Because I did uh, go uh, to uh, my local In-N-Out to uh, get some gas, and there were people out front smoking. And boy, it smelled so good. It's oh, first time in a long time that cigarette smoke because smelled. Because you haven't been gambling, I yep. think. <laughs> yes, hello, researcher. I think you should look at me. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Monday, June 17th, year 2019. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Well, then, let's begin the show officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there, so this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So, this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. There what? you go. Juice. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That last part. O.J. Oh. Simpson has announced he's on Twitter. I and he's got a little got, getting even to do. He's got a little oh. getting even to do. Last, last time you said that ended poorly. Hold on to your noggin. O.J.'s on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> oh, that's chilling. And we'll tell you about his, uh, his first few tweets uh, later he, in the show. He's not out, is he? I mean, he's in prison somewhere, right? <laughs> no, he's out and about doing whatever I got a little getting even to do. Yeah. <sighs> Wow, what are what's in your I'm, news? I'm going looking for radio shows that said bad stuff about me. Come on, truce. What's in your news, Marshall Phillips? Uh, U.S. looking at sending more troops to the Middle East as Iran heats up. We do have some highlights from that ABC 30-hour interview with Donald Trump. 30 hours? 30 hours. And Apple's Tim Cook 
takes on social media in a very public way. Coming up. Awesome. And how's mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. We have some weekly shower thoughts for you. We might have too much show for one day. Huh? We might have to stay on until a couple hours later today. Best to get to it. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. announced over the weekend who's in which debate night and there's some controversy oh we'll get to that later they they did some controversy they did end up with like an a night and a b night whether they wanted to or not but Mm -hmm. more on that later mailbag Yeah. yeah here's your freedom loving quote of the day from edward gibbon Wrote the, uh, the, what, the Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire? Correct. big one? Which is like nine million pages long. And uh, it was written like 2,000 years ago. War of the Worlds, years ago, too. Or, he wrote War or, of the Worlds. Or 150 years ago. And Moby Dick. Yes. Right. He wrote War of the Worlds. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I tell you what, I was looking at uh, the rise and fall of the Third Reich on the, uh, the bookshelf yesterday and thought, maybe time for another go-around. I don't know. 1,500 pages. Hmm. Nazi Nazi horror, if you're up for it. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, your weekly shower thoughts is compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. One of the best crops ever, in my opinion. Did you do the Edward Gibbon quote? Uh, His quote was, don't forget to give my quotes, (laughs) you moron. (laughs) Sorry. In the end, more than they wanted freedom, they wanted security. When the Athenians finally wanted not to give to society, but for society to give to them. When the freedom they wished for was freedom from responsibility, then Athens ceased to be free. That can't actually be real. Seems a little too perfect, it does doesn't seem it? a little too perfect. Is that a fake internet quote? That's got the ring of a fake internet Hey, positive, quote. Sean. Yeah, here, 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 check take it out. a look at that. We're going to get you. Don't you be sending us fake quotes, you. No, people don't recognize it. They think, oh, my God, the guy who wrote The Decline and Fall, he saw it, and he, he understands it's just like today. And then <laughs> at the very least, that's been edited to become more perfect. Yeah, Isn't that something? Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, here are your, uh, here are your uh, weekly shower thoughts. When you're young, they tell you you're very special. When you're an adult, they ask you, what do you think makes you so special? <laughs> then when you're dead, they tell you you were a special person. That might be the best thing we've ever had. That might be the best thing we've ever had. Isn't that great? <laughs> what makes you think you're so special? And then you're dead. Well, he was a special person. He was an amazing one in a million. There'll never be another one like him. <laughs> You know oh, what made him great. really special was he didn't consider himself special. <laughs> he was very, you know, very kind, never asked for much, <laughs> and made him so special. <laughs> oh, that is great. That's brilliant. Yeah, we may have to do that <laughs> once a day. Uh, speaking of uh, aging and that sort of thing, this is so good. It's all about, well, you'll get it. The older you get, you understand why adults get so annoyed when they ask their kid to complete a simple task at home and they're at work, only to come home from a 10-hour shift to find the chicken was not taken out of the freezer. <laughs> you know, you give them one thing to do. But that's being a kid. You just, that, oh, Interrupting the play and the pleasure to do something mundane is just, it seems insufferable. Apparently, based on the look on my kids' faces yesterday, yeah. for a variety of tasks. <laughs> okay. Okay, so yeah, this is not 
said by Edward Gibbon. Yeah, uh, yeah. it is uh, misattributed. It uh, appeared in an article by Margaret Thatcher, um, which was an edited version of a lecture Thatcher had given at Hillsdale College in November 1994. Fair okay. enough. Fair um, enough. But yeah, I can understand why That's... you would send that because it took me 90 seconds to figure out it was fake. <laughs> That's a popular thing, and if you and if you can attribute it to the guy who wrote the decline and fall of Roman civilization, or Abraham Lincoln, or yeah. the founding fathers, sure. or whoever, it yeah. just makes it much more powerful. Yeah, yeah indeed. But um, what was I going to say? It seems important at the time. Oh, in, even some of the big quote websites on the interwebs have now gotten inundated with those fake quotes. I've found big fakers on uh, Goodreads. And They're fakers, good baby. <laughs> Nobody's going to buy that. It's fakers. Uh, we'll have some bonus mailbag coming up in a couple of minutes because there's some really good stuff and we're running a little late. We got to do that um, thing about being special every hour today. Oh, that that's is, great. That is that good. Here's one more for you in the time we have. Whoever coined the phrase kill two birds with one stone must have had amazing aim. You'd think somebody did it once. Don't you think for that to become a saying? Or is it just somebody using their imagination? It's a hell of a shot. Do you think it had to actually happen? Or to you make got the, a really good throwing arm. To make the expression? I wonder. I don't know. Marshall's News, and there's a lot of it next. Who's stoning birds? And why? Armstrong and Getty. We're going to get into the fact that O.J. Simpson and Bill Cosby sent out Father's Day tweets yesterday. Ah, that's nice. One responder said, Father's Day is canceled. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Happy anniversary, by the way. The anniversary of the slow speed chase. Indeed. We'll be talking about that. Juice. Juice. One of the things OJ tweeted. Either slow down, pull over, speed up, juice. That's a weird chase, juice. It's hard to believe Cosby thinks anybody wants to hear good wishes about being a good father from him. How about his supporters? And one of the things OJ tweeted over the weekend on his new Twitter account, just what what are you doing, dude? But anyway, more on that later. Real news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the president's national security team is considering sending more military forces to the Middle East. The discussions are expected to take place this week after last week's attack on those two tankers in the Gulf of Oman. The U.S. is blaming Iran for the attacks, and over the weekend, the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, doubled down, saying, without a doubt, These were attacks by the Islamic Republic of Iran on commercial shipping on the freedom of navigation with a clear intent uh, to deny transit through the strait. This was on the Gulf of Oman side of the Strait of Hormuz. And when he was asked if the Iranian actions might prompt some military moves, he said, The United States is considering a full range of options. We've briefed the president a couple of times. We'll continue to keep him updated. I finally understand it. Having listened to people much smarter than me, you're certainly better uh, acquainted with the region. Why Iran would do what they did, allegedly. Because I thought, that's just those little peckish, you know, annoying attacks. What are you doing? You're just drawing attention to yourself. Well, it's seen, and this is, there's a kind of a parallel with the... Uh, what we're doing cyber-wise to Russia. We're letting them know what our capabilities are so they don't get too squirrely. Or at least that's, you know, that's a a very brief uh, description of what we're doing. Iran wants to say, you want to see the entire world economy stood on its head? We will shut down the Straits of Hormuz. Here's a sample of it, biatches. So they're flexing their muscles a little bit, which is an interesting strategy. And, uh, a, uh, a questionable one. Well, then, uh, so I guess yeah. our uh, then we have to go with. Oh no, you won't. 
Um, as at least one U.S. senator, Tom Cotton, I saw on one of the Sunday shows, say it deserves a military response. Yep. So you got at least one senator calling for that. And even Adam Schiff, who never says anything will help Trump in any way, said there's no doubt the Iranians were behind this. He's on the House Intelligence Committee. He chairs the House Intelligence Committee. And he said there's no doubt the Iranians were behind this. Wow. As some of our European allies are not, not fully on board yet. He said, oh, absolutely, it's the Iranians. Do you have any reason to believe it's not them? No, no, especially yeah. when you got Adam Schiff and right. Pompeo saying it's them. I got yeah, the I no, smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. I have no doubt whatsoever. What the response should be, I don't know. I don't listen to pencil necks. ABC News aired its hour-long special President Trump 30 Hours Sunday night on all of its platforms. Anchor George Stephanopoulos spent two days with the president ahead of the president's official re-election campaign kickoff. Trump saying that he believes former President Obama must have known about what he thinks was a setup to keep him from becoming president. I would say that he certainly must have known about it because it went very high up in the chain, but you're going to find that out. Trump arguing special counsel Robert Mueller's report cleared him of alleged collusion with Russia and blamed lowlifes in the FBI for working against him. Trump saying when Stephanopoulos pressed him about Mueller clearing him of obstruction, Trump pointedly suggested that Stephanopoulos read the report and... You didn't answer questions on obstruction. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. I did answer questions. I answered them in writing. Not on obstruction. I don't obstruction. know about those. I don't know. I answered a lot of questions. They gave me questions. I answered them in writing. Not an obstruction. Look, George, you're being a little wise guy, okay? Which is, you know, typical for you. Just so you understand. <laughs> you're being a little wise guy. So there you go. I like that. Wow. 30 hours yes. of interviewing the president. That's, That's a plenty. long time. Yeah. Was it a That's sleepover? <laughs> yeah, well, how can that even be? Maybe five, six-hour days. Yeah, that, that seems crazy to me. Pro- is that what Snuffleupagus is claiming? Yeah. So, uh, how can that be? Brett Bear can't get an hour. They spent a whole week with him yep. and traveled around with him. You know? Wow. Yep. From the, I think they were George, saying, you're being a little wise guy. Laura Ingram, <laughs> I mean, if it's something bad to happen, yeah. Laura Ingram was asking on her show after the dust up of would you give intelligence, take intelligence from foreign leaders and stuff like that, why the Trump White House allowed George Stephanopoulos that kind of access for 30 hours. Um, I, and I wonder what their thinking was. Because huh. you knew you were going to get, if not some. Uh, really hardball stuff about all these different issues, you know, that's possibly shaded in a very difficult way to answer. Mm -hmm. 30 hours. Yep. Protesters in Hong Kong are now outside the office of the city's leader, demanding she resign for her handling of that unpopular extradition bill. The demonstrators blocking a street today near the city's waterfront as they stood outside Chief Executive Carrie Lam's office, chanting uh, over and over again for her to give up the proposed legislation and for her to get out of office. Two million people showed up for the yep. protest yesterday. That That's just, you can't even hardly wrap your head around that. That's good. That's good. Uh, how China reacts will be interesting to watch because they will move forward with their plan to get complete control of Hong Kong, yep. no doubt, but they've, uh, they've been made to understand there's some serious headwinds. Been made to understand, I should say. Apple CEO Tim Cook made a point of once again separating his company from social media giants who've increasingly come under fire in the last few years. On Sunday, Cook gave the commencement speech at Stanford University, telling the graduates 
While big tech has created some of the most important modern inventions, it's now becoming known for privacy violations, spreading hate speech, and data breaches. Too many seem to think that good intentions excuse away harmful outcomes. Cook going on to say, If you've built a chaos factory, you can't dodge responsibility for the chaos. Wow, if you built a chaos factory. Taking responsibility means having the courage to think things through. Is there a blueprint for a chaos factory? I mean, you like hold the contractors very carefully to the blueprint? Because that would be at least ironic. Twitter (laughs) Twitter and Facebook are to a certain extent chaos factories. There's no doubt about it. The whole dang world. I tell you what, I had a absolutely lovely a lovely weekend. Fantastic. Spent it with my sweet bride, and uh, boy, we had a great time. But I dabbled in. I'd check in, you know, social media, or I'd you know, tweet about something and say, I wonder what else is going on. And the, the contrast in, in uh, how I felt in my gut, you know, the emotional reaction to real life and then social media, it was, right. it was stark. It was amazing how quickly, like, the the hatred and the smugness and the uh, anybody who thinks different me than me is stupid and should be killed. I mean, just that whole thing. It's it's so clearly ugly when you step away from it for a while. Ugh, chaos factory. And at the U.S. Open in Pebble Beach, got it. A major champion, Gary Woodland, has won the U.S. Open. There you I'm, go. I'm reminded of the words of, was it uh, Edward Gibbon or Chief Justice uh, Blackman or Abe Lincoln? Doesn't matter because the internet <laughs> yes. has it attributed to all of them that uh, he used to say, actually, it was, a, it was one of the justices of the Supreme Court, I can't remember which, said, I always turn to the sports pages first because it, it tells of man's achievements and then the rest of the right. paper is man's failings. Um, and I get that. Gary Woodland. Absolutely terrific human being. Sweet guy. Uh, quite a story on Father's Day. Um, he's, uh, they lost one child to miscarriage, and then his, his little boy was born prematurely. His wife is now pregnant with twins, so they got their fingers crossed, and, and anybody who's ever dealt with that knows what I'm talking about. And this guy has had, after they play four rounds of golf right. in, a, in a pro tournament, seven times he's had the lead. After three rounds, seven times, and he was 0 for 7 winning. So he's a choker. And there he is at the U.S. If I had a golf club right now, I'd use it. (laughs) There he is on the golf's biggest stage. Uh And he came through and gutted it out and won against the back of the game on the brutal pebble beach layout. Oh, it's great. There you go. I tell you what, there's a a story that... uh, God help me for using this phrase, and I swear I'll never use it again, Lord. Went viral. Um, <laughs> this video of him at a uh, tournament in Phoenix, that's the one the, 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 with the giant stadium around the par three, and everybody gets drunk and hoots and hollers. Well, on a practice round, the day before the tournament began, he was introduced to a Special Olympics uh, player, a young woman, uh, with some sort of developmental you know, challenges, um, who was a golfer, and he had her come out and and hit his shot for him. All right. And she hit a lovely shot, and he gave her a high five and a hug and everything. And then he said, come on, hit the next one. And so she hit out of the sand, hit her nice, and then makes the putt on this par three in front of this giant crowd roaring. Oh, I tell you what, have some tissues ready as you watch this video. But he's that kind of guy. It's really nice, but he's a choker. All right. (laughs) Again, somebody get me. It doesn't matter which club. That's your <laughs> nice heavy one. That's your a new sandwich. Wedge. 
I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Speaking of the evils of social media, we got to bring you a little Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson from social media over the weekend, which is just... Live from the chaos factory. <laughs> social yeah. media is just, yeah. Well, whose idea was this? <sighs> Here's I'm, what we need to do. We need to give the worst or stupidest or meanest people... <laughs> In humankind. A platform. A a global platform. <laughs> not just a platform, Jack. That's not good enough. We need these monsters to be able to communicate with everyone instantly. Now let's get to work. <laughs> Bring me that system by the end of the day. More on that next uh, on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Pete Buttigieg suggests we've had gay presidents. Edge, edge. Edge, edge, they say. Edge, edge. (laughs) We'll go through the list of presidents and rank them by gayness. Stay with us. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) That won't be a career ender at all. (laughs) Uh, Also, coming up... Is it a homelessness crisis or an addiction crisis? More experts weigh in. Well, it's, it's kind of both, but to what extent is one caused by the other? Stay with us. So he hit the scene over the weekend. O.J. Simpson is on Twitter now. Juice! The, f- the football player? With a couple of videos. It's one thing he's known for, yes. <laughs> he opens with, hey, Twitter world, he says in his new vid- video which uh, has him standing in front of his backyard pool. The video was clicked on 673,000 times in the first hour of its existence. Great, Scott. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there, so this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So, this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. Huh? Whoa, oh boy! So he's not really the juice anymore. Uh, the headline was almost. Wait a minute, there are fake OJ accounts. I gotta find those because I'll bet they're funny. Uh, but then that last sentence. What? what I was got it? a little getting even to do. Oh boy! If, oh, if you're boy. under like 45 or something, I suppose you don't even know who OJ originally was. But it'd be like if Shaquille O'Neal, beloved, happy. Ad pitchman Shaquille O'Neal all of a sudden cut a people, couple of people's heads off. Right, right, and then got away with it. And it was 25 years ago today that O.J. was involved in uh, the most famous uh, cop chase of all time, in which the police were chased him down the highway and arrested him, but put him in jail. And... Shaq's a pretty good uh, example, a yeah. pretty good comparison. Yeah. yeah. The, the biggest difference would be is Shaq is actually a good guy, you know, because if he was the kind of guy O.J. was in the modern world, we would know about it. Right. Back then, Probably, the fact yeah. that O.J. was beating his wife and, and and paying off cops and all kinds of different stuff, you couldn't keep that quiet anymore. Then that's a good thing. Yes. Um, but he kept all that quiet, so we, we just thought he was, well, he was a Shaq-like character. Yeah. Just kind of a funny, goofy guy that everybody Smile loved. and amiable O.J. And if you're old enough, you remembered what a great athlete he was and whatever. And some dumb movies, very similar to Shaq. Mm. Um, but now he's, <laughs> now he's on, on Twitter, and who knows what he's talking about. So he put out a tweet 
since I looked at this where he talks about sleeping with Kardashian's wife? Why does he get into that? Why does he bring that up? The old lady? Chris Jenner? I got a little getting even to do. Is that what that is? Oh, it could be. Oh, boy. He's just mad at Kardashian? His old lawyer? He got him best off. Friend? But was Kardashian one of those guys who snubbed him after the trial? You remember that powerful scene from the uh, multi-part OJ movie where after he's acquitted, he's like, well, let's go out to eat. And the restaurant's like, you can't eat here. Well, Kardashian, we don't want you. Kardashian came to believe if that TV series was true that, that OJ did murder murder the people. Right. Was yeah. feeling pretty guilty about yeah, representing him and everything he did. Like yeah. Um, Come on, juice. Um, yeah. Well, so anyway, you got that. You got Michael, was, Michael was, where's my favorite clip? Come on. You're going to mess with us. <laughs> Use the good one. Uh, OJ did confirm to the Associated Press that the account was real. And he said, tweeting is going to be a lot of fun, and you'll be hearing a lot from me. I got some things to straighten out. And so, what did he say? I got, I got a little getting even to do. Wow. Oh, no. It's like he's not really the juice anymore. There it is. <laughs> Can we define our terms a little bit here, OJ? How many, yeah, how how, many followers does he have? How mad are you, uh, Juice? But uh, so you, you got to go on the OJ... Because Twitter is so snarky and, and all that sort of yes. stuff. Just the responses are great, including, yes. do you have any new murders coming out in 2019? <laughs> was one response. <laughs> oh, juice. Oh, man. He's got a little over 600,000 followers. There you go. Wow. That's pretty good there for a couple of go. days. There you go. And then the same thing over Father's Day weekend is he had Bill Cosby jump into the fray. America's dad. And he wanted to make a, uh, a day a renewed oath to fulfilling our purpose. Moments after O.J. Simpson fired off a tweet, there was Bill Cosby in prison currently for being a serial rapist. Hey, 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 it's America's dad, wrote Cosby. Oof. I know it's late. Failing to read the room. I know it's late, but to all the dads, it's an honor to be called a father. So let's make today a renewed oath to fulfilling our purpose, strengthening our families and our communities. You were so good. Hashtag not being a monster. Hashtag Happy Father's Day, hashtag Renewed Oath to Our Family, and hashtag Far From Finished. I hope you're far from finished <sighs> drugging and raping women. Allegedly. Oh, convictedly. One of the responses on his Twitter account was, Strengthen, strengthen families by not being unfaithful to your wife, by not treating young women like they're on the menu, and by not being a bad example to young men, a-hole. That was one response. That's uh, fairly well-crafted. And, uh, of course, one response was, as I mentioned earlier, Father's Day has been canceled <laughs> with OJ and Bill Cosby jumping into the whole happy Father's Day thing. Oh, boy. You know, everything will pass, not only according to the good book, but just science would tell you the same thing. So someday I hope there are historians who can look back at this age, at the Internet, at social media, and comment it. Comment on it from a little distance, or or will it always be here? I don't. I don't. Do you know. have any new murders planned for 2019? That's, oh that's boy! A... And and then uh, known murderers and rapists uh, began to use the platform to express themselves, and uh, people who are critical of them would respond and and point out that they were murdering rapists. And uh, I'm sorry, sir. Are you saying this happened commonly? Murderers and rapists would just publish statements and the entire world would read them and make jokes about them? Uh, yes, and that will be on the test. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yesterday I'm at my uh, really unfortunate and unwise lunch for Father's Day, in which mm. I took in well over 2,000 calories. Eating and food served in baskets. Absolutely. The best way the, to the, serve the, food. The best way to get your food. If you get food in a basket, you've got good food. But so I'm eating, oh. I'm eating the biggest burger they have, something called The Boss. It's got a giant oh, onion ring yeah. on top of it, and it's 1,100 calories and everything like that. So I take a picture of the remains of it, and I'm tweeting it out. And I didn't even know my 7-year-old was paying attention because he's there with his milkshake and his burger and everything like that but so i i tweet out a picture real fast and i'm i'm um, i'm voice texting the uh the, the the text of the tweet and i said just ate something called the boss dot 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 and my seven-year-old said and pretty soon i'll be in the bathroom dot 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 <laughs> i thought you understand twitter completely you understand it completely he was born to it <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny Oh, my God. Why did I do that? I, a couple of weeks of being so good. And then it's just like you open the, the finger out of the dike or whatever metaphor Don't you want to use. And it's just about crazy. It. Please, weekend-long debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I was still, I had this man suffering from meat poisoning. Yeah. I was suffering nine hours later from that meal. Bring daddy his stretchy pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we need to talk about how we've been uh, cyber hacking uh, old Russia for a long yeah, time. Yeah, how about that? Among other stories on this here show. Armstrong and Getty.